So I'll be explaining, I'll be you know, presenting what seems to me to be the case for rationality as a core part of effective altruism, like why it seems to me that um, if we're making, an effect, like if we'd like to actually have impact on the world, rationality should have a key piece, should be a key piece of how we try to do that. Um, you might try take a second as I launch in to like notice what you think right now about whether rationality is a core part of EA, what seems what arguments you'd make for or against, et cetera. Yes. Um, I'll be arguing that it's a key part of the, like, the rationality is key to the large majority of the gains we can hope for from EA, both as a movement, like, in the sense of, like, if we manage to do a lot of rationality, I think that it will significantly increase our odds of getting somewhere interesting together, um, and also as individuals, like, I think, I'm much more personally impactful because I've been trying to engage with this. I think the same thing is probably true for most, like, probably some combination of is true and will be true if you do it for most people here. Um, and I'll be trying to present the evidence for that as I see it in the hopes that we can argue, in the hopes that we can figure out what's actually true. Because if you have actually true models of the world, then you can, like, use those models to actually create a good world, maybe a better world, better local world. And like you could apply that also to the meta question of like whether rationality itself is useful. Um, and you know, talks are maybe not the perfect format for that, but I'm hoping I'll be able to present enough of my arguments or my, my reasons for belief in enough detail that if you then come up to me in the Q&A or at lunch or whatever, um, we'll be able to like actually hash it out and figure it out. So I'll be using this word rationality a lot. By rationality, um, I mean skill at acquiring true beliefs. Um, by whatever means turns out to actually work. Um, so, you know, I, so sometimes people think rationality means not having emotions. I don't mean that. I mean skill at getting an accurate model of the world into your head <laughs> by whatever method turns out to actually work, which could include, like, noticing that feeling of discomfort around that model or whatever. Um, uh, so, as I said, I'll be arguing that rationality is important. I didn't used to think that rationality was particularly important to EA efforts. Um, you know, when I first bumped into the sort of predecessors of this community in uh, late 2007, early 2008, they were going on about, like, rationality. And uh, I was a little confused as to why they were doing that. It seemed weird. It seemed a little bit tribal to me. Like, I was wondering if people going on about rationality was basically people going on about people who happened to think like them, who they then called a glorifying name. Uh, it seemed weird and indirect. If AI risk, which was the thing that I initially got involved in back in 2007, 2008, was the problem, why didn't we just go and persuade people that it was the problem? Why, like, do this, like, weird convoluted move where you try and cause somebody to have some sort of alleged general purpose thinking skills and then hope that this will cause them to update toward this particular position? Um, and maybe a better way of saying all of those things is it seemed to me like there probably wasn't a sort of general purpose kind of thinking skill that would help people across, like that would do something other than just persuade someone of a view that happens to be right. Um, but, you know, I hung around and now I'm saying that thing that seemed weird and unjustified to me. I'm hoping that I can lay out the reasons for this, and we can think about it and argue about it together. I'm just curious where people are starting at. On a scale from, like, 
Yes, rationality efforts totally seem core to EA, and not just because people say so, I can like see it with my own eyes, to, um, yeah, no, it seems kind of uh, weird and silly and indirect and not where things are at. Where are people? Participatory visual poll. Oh, wait, there's a really dumb problem with this. I can see all of that. <laughs> Damn it. Um, uh, do it what? Yeah, right. On a scale from, uh, so do it with sides of the room, not left, right. On a scale from rationality seems like, yeah, this seems core, to no, it seems kind of weird and nuts. Do it like that. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, cool. Cool, okay, good. <laughs> um, uh, so a lot of what ended up persuading, like causing this shift in my views, um, I'm curious, like, so I noticed a bunch of people in the agreeing with rationality as like core camp already, but even where there, and also quite a bit of disagreement, um, but like even where there's agreement, there may be sort of agreement for like quite different reasons. And the exciting thing about agreeing, about having different beliefs is that like there's only one world and if we have different beliefs, maybe there's something in the world that isn't in my model or isn't in your model or whatever, and then we can figure it out. Um, the thing that seemed most, like that most persuaded me of this is noticing that a lot of key things that we want to think about is sort of like thinking on thin ice, thinking where there aren't good feedback loops, thinking in contexts where it's pretty hard for human beings to like actually figure out how to reason and then update our beliefs. Like if I have a wrong idea about how to make delicious cookies and then I try it and then my friends make bad faces, I'm gonna like update, hopefully. Um, if I have a wrong idea about some of these sorts of topics, it's harder, you know? Um, and so I hung around a lot. I think there's an interesting correlation across like the set of people here where I noticed that a lot of the people who are most into rationality are also people who seem to be trying to think about things that are really quite confusing to figure out how to think about. Um, yeah, so somehow I was not very persuaded. Um, I hung around and people seemed to be thinking about this stuff. I noticed people seeming to get better at thinking about this stuff by thinking about weird things like the Bayesian definition of evidence, or at least it seemed causal. And now it seems like rationality is important. I'm going to lay this out a little more. Um, I think it matters. Oh, there's supposed to be an arrow there. Oh, no, there is an arrow there. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, I think it matters to try and figure out to what extent things are, act like the rationality thing is actually important, because I think it implies a lot of different concrete actions. Like, I don't know. Yeah, motherhood, apple pie, rationality, critical thinking, it's all good. But like concrete actions, you know, cost time and effort that could be spent different ways. And so it matters to figure out like how worthwhile it actually is. Um, I'll get back to the sort of concrete upshot in a bit. Uh, first, wanted to talk a little bit about context, rationality through the centuries. This stuff is maybe obvious, maybe we all sort of know it, but I think it's like interesting to have in mind as we go into like thinking about here and now because I think it's very easy to accidentally get caught into like feeling like this time, this place, this world, this set of things that I already know how to do is the world, even though we're sort of, I don't know, living in a matrix created by society, created by our system one automatic brains. Um, so, you know, the world has gotten a lot wealthier. We live longer, we have more options, it seems pretty good. 
um, a lot of the difference that's made it possible to get from there to here to there is more accurate beliefs. Um, and a lot of the difference within that seems to me to be more accurate beliefs about how to form accurate beliefs, better notions of how to actually do science, etc. Um, there have been a lot of other kinds of efforts to help people too, other than the, like, in addition to efforts to form more accurate beliefs. Um, I do think these have been important. It's easy to think of alms as sort of a one-off thing that helps that person but doesn't build general infrastructure. I think there's sort of more to it than that. I think it helped with some of, like, the creation of science helped this way. Some of um, creating institutions in which people can, like, actually collaborate and have an economy and not, like, all kill each other in their sleep seems helpful. Um, Nevertheless, I think it's an interesting question to try to compare the extent to which people have made the world better by trying to understand things versus the extent to which people have made the world better by actually, like, have helped other people by trying to help other people. Um, it seems plausible that if you're choosing between, if you're going to take one thing as your moral duty or something, and you're choosing between, like, moral duty to help other people and moral duty to try to actually understand the world, it seems plausible that humanity is better off if you choose the second one seems to me that um, one thing that you can have a better sense of as you stare at history is that the world is replete with unknown unknowns. You know, there you are, it's ancient Egypt, you're trying to move a large rock, and you're like, man, this is tough. We need to work harder, work longer hours. We need to raise funds and raise awareness so that we can get the rock more easily up the hill. Um, and, you know, it turns out that there's, like, a different way to get the rock more easily up the hill. And the different way sort of looks like an impossible, pro like, it looks like an impossible solution. Like, I don't know, which is easy to say after the fact. And, like, it's hard to figure out how to get these on purpose. But I think it's worth trying, nevertheless, to remember that, like, I don't know, just how many unknown unknowns there are. That the thing that we're seeing as the world isn't the world, et cetera. I keep finding myself accidentally thinking that this is the world and thinking that if I can't solve my problems, it's because I just need to work more hours. And then cheat codes appear. Cheat codes like wheels. Not wheels. I grew up in this world. But, um, you know, uh, civilization has gotten a lot wealthier. We live a lot longer than people used to. We have a lot more options than people used to. Um, but most of the potential for improvement seems to still lie ahead of us. Um, there are 7 billion people right now who look like they're still all going to die. Uh, we raised lifespan from like 30 to 80. But it's not not, not 80. But like 30, 30 to Ah, 60. I don't know. I should have looked it up, but it's not enough. <laughs> um, and I suspect that the main thing here isn't like work harder, more time, more money, raise funds. I suspect the main thing in here is somehow finding a way to iterate ourselves so that we hit the unknown unknowns. Um, now seems like a particularly pivotal time. I think humanity is, you know, in one of those spots where it would be nice to figure things out. Um, uh, in, you know, still thinking on thin ice, hard to figure out how to figure things out. Um, seems like there's an economy of 7 billion hill climbers with, like, processes of industry and so on that are pretty good at incrementally improving on known solutions to little machine learning problems and bioengineering thingies and so on, which is cool depending on where it takes us, but not all problems yield the correct long-term outcome by hill climbing. Um, and of course, there's, I don't know, we really are living in the future. We have concepts like computer algorithm that we can apply to things like human thought in a way that makes it possible to imagine. I mean, you read people like Plato and Aristotle, and they were trying to figure out how to think better. 
but we have so many tools they didn't have. Um, so blah, blah, blah now seems particularly pivotal to me. Um, <laughs> concrete upshot is the part where I'm really hoping we can argue. Or, you know, maybe we all agree. But like, I think, I think when people agree and don't do things, it's because we don't really agree. Like, the verbal part of our brain agrees, but the like, do I expect to like, actually, what do I expect to actually see happen part doesn't agree. You know, I never find myself like accidentally biting into a banana peel because I failed to use enough willpower to not bite into the banana peel. And that's because my brain gets that like banana peels aren't edible. I think there's a set of concepts here where if you get that the world is made out of unknown unknowns, then something actually quite different happens behaviorally. And I think if we can manage to do that as a collective effort, something really good will happen. Um, so concrete upshot, more detail. Um, I think that finding unknown unknowns is key and that this implies lots of things. Um, <laughs> one concept that I think it implies is something like earning to learn. So currently there seems to, I, yeah, I'm going to caricature, I'm sure this is unfair, but like to unfairly caricature, there are currently two dominant theories on what to do with your EA career. Theory one, um, earning to give. You go into a career and your main contribution is the money that you send back, which is good, money is useful. Um, but it's not, it's not a sort of thick bandwidth, it's not an engaged way of being necessarily. Pathway two, you graduate from college, you're not gonna do the earning to give thing, and so you head directly to an organization filled with a bunch of other people who went straight from college to working at one of these organizations and didn't learn anything from the broader world either. Earning to learn, you know, going into the world, um, plunging in, trying to figure out what like the best tech entrepreneurs know that like other people don't know, or, or into a weird career, figuring out what the best rock stars know that the other people don't know. I don't know. Trying to figure it out and bring it back. Um, you know, similar point, zany hobbies, serious play, uh, Feynman's idea of spinning plates, if you happen to know this metaphor. Um, figuring out, like, um, I don't know, like if you go to, think about like a nerd convention, there's so much enthusiasm there, like a comic con convention or a sci-fi convention or something. I think that there's a kind of way that, like I think if you ask yourself when people collide with unknown unknowns, how you can accelerate that process, there's something that happens when people are sort of alive to interesting things around them and get into conversations, not because it's useful from their top-down goals, but because it's just happening to catch their attention. I think that it's good that we're also doing the top-down goals thing. I think these things combine very well, but I think we need something like that spirit also, like the spirit of zany play, if we're going to collide with enough aspects of the world to actually figure the problem out. Um, I think we have to figure out how to dialogue between tacit and explicit models. Um, you know, cognitive science shows that there's a lot of things that people know implicitly, even where our sort of explicit models are terrible. You ask somebody to draw a house, you get like a silly like box diagram or whatever with like lack of understanding perspective, but people still know how to perceive perspective. I think if we're going to go out and make the earning to learn thing work, we have to be able to then take the things that we learn and like turn them back into explicit models that can be shared with other people who are doing the same thing so that we actually have a network and not like an earning to pretend that we're learning and then go forth and like kind of know things, different people, different things, and still not put the clues together to understand the world. We have to be able to move things back and forth between these two systems. Um, I think it's real important that we prize the generativity of the community above its like non-offensiveness or ability to add new people. I think adding new people is great, but I think 
Um, you know, goose that lays the golden eggs. The goose is the question of like why it is that EA does in fact know something about how to help the world. Um, and the eggs are the like, yes, okay, now we understand that if we successfully give more money to charity X, then this particular scalable good thing will happen. Um, I think they're both important. I think we need the second one, you know, among other things, to like actually cause the whole thing to have any purpose and not just lose its bearings. Um, but the source seems to be more key along those lines. I suspect we should be aware of sort of raising awareness. I think raising awareness tends to, you know, it tends to um, shut down the sort of weirder possibilities of thought because you're trying to convince people of a thing that you think you know, like rationality. It's tricky. I mean, hopefully we can have like interesting conversations that actually provoke and don't just do that. But um, I work at CIFAR. I do, in fact, think that focused rationality efforts like CIFAR are helpful. There's like a lot of detail there. Um, come talk to me. Um, but like basically, I think there's like a common structure to a lot of this, and it's helpful to have some people who are staring in general at the problem. Um, you explore. Um, be like this kid. <laughs> um, back. What happened? Oh well. Yeah. Be like. Keep some sort of ballast at, at the same time, like stay engaged with particular direct efforts. Um, yes, suspect that everything we're doing is secretly crap. Look for how. Be really excited when somebody in a conversation somehow seems to give you a clue as to what it might be that was crap about your efforts all along or about all of our efforts all along. Um, and basically just try to actually figure it out. Ah, oh, thanks.